Jesus. Just Jesus. out of that world Jesus how you stop getting hot Jesus how you stop fornicating Jesus huh what turns your life around Jesus nobody but Jesus he's worthy is he worthy he's worthy to be praised. Father, we thank you, praise you, and exalt you for the Lordship of Christ. Now, God, speak to us through your word. Convict, convince, if need be, convert. Strengthen us where we're weak. Build us up where we're torn down. Satan is a liar. We already have the victory. Already we have the victory. Now, God, just move by your spirit. Bless us in his name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Church, amen. Hallelujah. We give honor.
to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. See, see, listen, listen, hold, hold, hold on. If, if we would just read the Bible, we wouldn't be going through all this stuff in our emotions and in our mind. Do I have a witness? The woman at the well took her water pot and tossed it, ran into the city and said, come see a man that told me all that I ever did is not this the Christ. Do I have a witness? Blind Bartimaeus, born blind, the worst kind of blindness. Jesus healed him. And Jesus' enemies, the Pharisees, Sadducees, the scribes said, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, who healed you? We knew you since you were a baby. He said, a man named Jesus. They said, well, he ain't nothing but a stinking sinner. He said, well, whether he's a sinner or not, I don't know. But this one thing I do know, I was blind, but now I see. Lord, have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. Can I get a witness? When you meet the master, you never walk away the same. There's something in his name. There's something in his word that brings healing into our souls. Praise his name. We greet you in the matchless name of Jesus this morning. Truly God is an awesome God. Amen. And I have learned the secret to promotion. If you want to be promoted in any facet of life, just keep throwing the name Jesus. Because the more I throw Jesus out, the less they look at me. The more they exalt him. And if I be lifted up, from the earth, I'll draw all men unto me. If you want to be great, become nothing. Get low, you go high. Do I have a witness? I dare you to try it. Humble yourself and he'll lift you up. Won't he do it? Praise his name. This morning, we're going to start a new series on faithfulness faithfulness and I have already completed some of my messages and associated them with the calendar. Today is faithfulness to God and his guidance and faithfulness for his guarantees, that's his promises, faithfulness for his grace, love we don't deserve, faithfulness in our giving, and Christmas morning, uh, Christmas Eve morning, which is on a Sunday, faithfulness for his glory. Yeah, and we have alliteration of G's as to God's faithfulness. And that we ought to be faithful to God. Now you can't be faithful without faith. 
Do I have a witness? And, and so today we just want to uh, just wet our tongues on this thing called faithfulness. I want you to turn to Hebrews chapter 11, the great hall of fame of faith. Hebrews chapter 11, and these Hebraic Christians were going through very trying and tough times as they, these are Hebraic Jews who, who, who were converted over to Christianity from Judaism, and they caught a lot of opposition from their own people. They couldn't go in the synagogue, they were ostracized, and uh, they were following this newfound faith called Christianity. And they were, amen, going through something. And chapter 11 deals with this hall of fame of faith that Jesus is better than everything else. He's better in his person. He's better in his priesthood. He's better with his perfections. He's better with his principles of faith. He's better, he's better, he's better. And when you get to chapter 11, it gives us a definition in, in chapter 11, 1 and 2 of, um, uh, uh, it gives a definition of chapter, chapter 11, verse 1. It gives a description, verse 2, and it gives us a demonstration, verses 4 to 40. So we, we begin to look at this Hall of Fame of Faith, and Hebrews 11 does not tell you everything about anybody. It only reflects what God wants you to know. Do I have a witness? Because even those of us that are faithful, we still got fractures. Do I have a witness? And, and there's, two, there's two scriptures in here as, as, as we look at chap, chapter 11 and verse 8. Look what it says. And by faith, uh, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should go after, receive for an inheritance, obeyed. Going, not knowing where he was going. The challenge for Abraham is that Abraham many times were perplexed. He was going somewhere, he didn't know where he was going, but he obeyed God anyhow. Stop waiting for God to be logical. Stop, for, stop waiting for God to fit your paradigm of thinking. Can I get a witness? In fact, God usually moves against the flow of our logic. Can I get a witness? And, and then verse 17 real quick. By faith Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac, and he that had received the promises offered up his only begotten son. Now, this is powerful because there's two things that permeates this text about Abraham, this biographical sketch, is that he was perplexed because... He, did, he was going, not knowing he was going, but he obeyed. And then secondly, he got messed up with the promises because what God promised him, God told him to kill. In other words, kill your promises. Amen. And then trust me that after you killed your promises, the promises will still be apparent. Different things in here that helps us to interpret this text. Faithfulness, by definition, is one's dependability in the areas of commitment, continuance, 
and compliance in spite of our conflict. Let me pause. What God does to test our faithfulness is that we have to continue, continually be committed to what God is asking us to be committed to. Do I have a witness? It is nothing in here about feelings, nothing in here about logic. It's a commitment, but it's also a continuance. And sometimes you just got to hold on and keep going. When everything is built up against you, and it's not only a commitment and a continuance, uh, yeah, it, it, it is a compliance to his principles in the face of conflict. God has got to sign off on all your conflict. Because God is omniscient, God is sovereign, God rules. Can I get a witness? And whatever comes into your life, it's got to get the signature of God before it can happen. Now, now, now that might throw you for a loop, but when God signs off, his signature means you got the victory. His, his signature means you coming out of this. His signature means that, listen, your pain will produce profit for somebody else. Lord have mercy. That, that is, by definition, it is a commitment, a continuance, a compliance in spite of conflict. And, 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 and then, listen, by, by dynamic, faithfulness is a steadfastness in spite of my storms. Mm, Jesus was teaching all this to his disciples when he put them on a boat and let a storm rise up. Didn't he do it? When they became scared and said, Lord, don't you care that we're getting ready to perish? He said, did not I tell you? We're going to the other side. It's, it's not always what he said, it's what he didn't say. Can I get, he, he didn't verbalize that a storm would come up, but he did verbalize we're going to the other side. So in spite of the storms coming up, you're still going to the other side. By dedication, faithfulness is a truthfulness, stick to the person and a purpose. That, that is, when you look at these different definitions, the deployment is, and I'm dealing primarily with Abraham, is that God gives us the discipline of will, wisdom, and a work ethic. To even be willing to wait God out. Can I get a witness? He, he, he demonstrates these, amen, uh, aptitudes, not through our feelings, but in the midst of our fractures and our faith. That is... Longevity in Christ means you connected. John 15. We are connected to that vine. Can I get a witness? Winds may blow the vine. Come on now. Uh-huh. We, we may go through something being in the vine, but the vine will produce God's fruit. Abraham, the great patriarch, which means father of our faith, gives us great insight to his person, problems, and perspectives. 
And I, I, I need to stop Paul's in part because as a Bible student who believes in exegeting the scriptures, uh, the 40 writers that God had inspired, and everything here is from the Holy Spirit, God breathed. Can I get a witness? It's infallible. Isn't that right? No, no mistakes in the Word of God. But every body in this Bible had a humanness, amen, a humanity to their life. Me meaning, 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 God does not hide our hiccups. God allows everybody's stuff to come out and still give them victory. Do I have a witness? And, 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 and child of God, when you, when you understand that I am just another saint that sometimes acts like an ain't, and every time I go to faint, God shows up. These mental spiritual midgets who are in pulpits would dare at God's expense make themselves great. Ain't nothing great about you. You're a sinner saved by grace. Ain't nothing strong about you, about me. There's nothing really strategic about you. You're not that intelligent. You're, you're not that heavy without looking at somebody's, yeah, uh, commentary. In fact, you don't copy down somebody's whole commentary and put it in your sermon. And ain't nothing new under the sun. And you want people to think you that heavy. Ain't nothing heavy about you. All I got to do is get your library and I can tell you who you quoted. Do I have a witness? It's tight, but it's right. Yeah. That, 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 that child of God, when you begin to look at the life, the life, the life of Abraham, he's just like us. He was called, but he was confused. After 30 years of pastoring, there's still some confusion on the inside. I try to sort it every day. Do I have a witness? As I spend time with the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. He, he was not only called but confused. He, he was committed, but he was carnal. Yeah. When things didn't work themselves out, Abraham came up with plan B. And we know about plan B. Some of us on plan D, E, and F. Thank you, Jesus. And, and, and child of God, he was not only committed and carnal, but he was caring, but lived in conflict, cautious, but compromised. And when you look at the life of Abraham, as is, with Moses and David and Solomon and Peter and James and John and Bartholomew and Thomas, and it goes on and on and on, every man that represented God was messed up. So God could get the glory. My ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts, saith the Lord. 
Do I have a witness? Yeah. And so, and so in this uh, 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 area of Abraham, don't turn, Acts chapter 7, as Stephen, yeah, was speaking about the historicity of Israel, he came up to Abraham, and, and what Stephen said was that the Lord appeared to Abraham in his glory. Now, 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 this is not in Genesis, but the hermeneutical law of interpretation, Roy Walker, is that you compare Scripture with Scripture to get truth. So what Genesis says, Acts 7 doesn't say. What Acts 7 says, Hebrews 11 doesn't say. It's only when you put all of the Scriptures together that you start disclosing other truths. The glory of God appeared unto Abraham, listen to this, and here's what Stephen says in Mesopotamia. Now, Luke wrote the book of Acts, it's a historical book, and Luke was a scholar and a doctor, a historian. Luke says that when the glory of God appeared to Abraham, he was in Mesopotamia, in the Greek, between the rivers. And sometimes the only way God can share his glory with us is to put us between the rivers of trouble. Mm. It's in trouble that we're going to see his glory. Do I have a witness? It's in trouble that we're going to call on his name. It's in trouble we're going to learn to trust him and not try. Do I have a witness? That, that, that's what Luke says in Acts 7. But then, uh, child of God, just hang in there with me. Because in Genesis 12, it says, And Abraham begins a journey from the earth of the Chaldees, a very partying town. He's going towards Canaan. But something happens. His GPS breaks. And he gets delayed 15 years in Haran. Hebrew word Haran means place of delay. As you and I are going for God, someone's going to get delayed. In the wrong place, at the wrong time. And God's got to send something to pull you out. Do I have a witness? It's tight. And, 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 and then you get to Genesis 16 and there's, uh, uh, there's, there's conflict. Because Abraham and Sarah don't agree with God's timetable. Chapter 15. Chapter 14, he, fight, he, fights, he fights against five kings to retrieve Lot and all of the wives of his men. And they go fight and they win. And these five kings bring all these treasures out to Abraham. And Abraham said, I don't want your money. I don't need your treasures. Keep them for yourself. And then in chapter 15, the covenantal God said, I am your shield and your exceedingly great reward. Do I have a witness? Sometimes God don't want you depending on man. God wants you to depend on him. And when he raises up, it's going to be raised up right. Uh, do I have a witness? Uh, uh, and then in chapter 17, God introduces a covenantal circumcision to separate him from the nations of the world. 
Hallelujah. So what we see in the life of Abraham is we, 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 we see things that we can uh, relate to. His caution and his Canaan. Yeah, when the Lord called me out of the world, Lord have mercy, I was struggling with how in the world am I going to live this life when all of my flesh for years have been locked into fleshly living. I'm so sick and tired of church folk because you, you know church folk just lie and lie and lie. I preached at a church in Philadelphia, and they was all quiet. I said, you know, some of y'all look for me. I done, I done seen some of y'all in a cabaret somewhere. You know, you know what I mean? You ain't got to lie. Nothing from nothing leaves nothing. Can I get a witness? God can't get the glory because you won't tell the whole story. Leave that one alone, too. In, in the name... <laughs> of Jesus. He, he was cautious. He had his Canaan. He had his carnality. He, yeah, chapter 12, because of fear and famine, he went down into Egypt and lied about his wife. You know, they say Sarah was the finest woman in the Bible. His wife Sarah was fine. She was so fine, Abraham said, let's lie, because Pharaoh will kill me and take you. In the name of Jesus. Wise, when you go home, tell your husbands, Somebody liable to kill you and take me. No, don't do that because they might say you ain't dead yet. <laughs> Praise the name of Jesus. But check it, check it out, check it out, check it out, check it out. Check it out. Yeah, he had courage, he had communion. Uh, and, 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 and then in chapter 14, he, he fights. And then he comes face to face with Melchizedek, who is a type of Christ, and he offers him an offering, a tithe. Let me stop, Paul's the park. I'm going to get to this. In tithing to Melchizedek, he futuristically was tying until his children, Isaac and Jacob. Because he gave Melchizedek a tenth what God wanted, God said, I got your kids. I'm going to preach this thing. I got your future. I got your household. Can I get a witness? Uh, chow, chow, his circumcision, his, 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 his celebration. But you get to chapter 21 and we got his Calvary. Here's Abraham. Three things I want to say and get out your way. Abraham displayed a faithfulness to God and his guidance. What was Abraham looking at when he saw this glory? His person. His person. What do you mean by his person? Well, our common denominator is always the person of Almighty God. Every bit of his faith was indicative. Now listen, let me show you what his faith was made up of. His faith was made up of a mind that was clear. God's got to clear your mind out to who he is. Do I have a witness? 
for 30 years, I will not allow you to come in and get caught up in flesh. I'll shut worship down and start it over again. I will not allow you to come in here and get caught up in man, including me. When we come together, we are orchestrating praise to our God. Do I have a witness? It was the Lord who woke you up this morning. It, it was the Lord that watched over your family. It was the Lord that put you on the street called straight. It, it was the Lord. And, and, and if you read the song, the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my light. The Lord is my high tower. The Lord, the Lord, the Lord, the Lord, the Lord is my refuge. That's hiding place. And strength, a very present help in the time of trouble. I didn't come here to worship you. I didn't, I didn't come here to even see you dressed up. I didn't, I didn't come here to smile in your face. I didn't, I didn't come here to talk about football. Although the Eagles won. Eat your heart out. I, I didn't come here. I didn't come here. I didn't come here to tip. I came here to tithe. I came here. I might as well just preach to the clock. Uh, you, you come to worship with three things uh, something in your head that's a knowledge of God something in your heart that's a love of God and something in your hand that's an offering for God those three things make up worship so if you come here claiming to have something in your head claiming to have something in your heart but you don't have a time you have not worshipped So I throw that in there parenthetically. Look at this. He had a clear mind. He had a clean motive. I can talk about this all day. He had a clean motive. He had a clean motive. Motive is not to become great at God's expense. The motive is not to get you to like me. The motive is not to come in here and talk about even ministries. Worship. And I learned this from my pastor. Isn't that right? Just to, to gather. Worship is all about him. Now unto him. Who's, and, and, and the minute you drop from him, you have dropped worship. Do I have a witness? Child, child, child of God, he had, he, had, he had a clear mind. He had a clean motive. And he had a counsel for all of his movements. God was speaking to him. You know when we know God has spoken to you, all we got to do is look at our clock and watch the future. We'll find out. Well, the Lord told me, okay. Heard this one before. We'll find out. Time will tell the truth. Are you, are you getting this? With all due respect to my lovely wife, and she is lovely. Before I got married, years before I got married, a young lady came up to me. I was going to some Bible study, you know, and she, 
And I know I was fine looking. I know. Fine looking in the world. Fine looking there. About 40, about 40 pounds lighter. And girl said, you know, the Lord told me you're going to be my husband. The Lord didn't tell you nothing, baby. I ain't get that message. I ain't signed for that FedEx. You can forget that. You better go back to whatever Lord you was talking to. That ain't happening. She said, why not? I said, because you don't really appeal to me. I ain't fun with that. I ain't. Can't go there unless God going to twist. Unless God gonna make me a robot, that ain't happening. You ain't clearing the fence, baby. We got a problem, Houston. So, so, so the fact of the matter is, he he was counseled in his movements. He he had servitude. He had submission. He had sincerity. And his allegiance was to a person. But he also had God's promises. He could take God at his word. Lord have mercy. When you take God at his word, there's always going to be a fence. Uh, a fence that causes you to doubt. When you take God at his word, you don't feel it. Yeah, when you take God at his word, you, yeah, you, you, you can't even fantasize it. When you take God at his word, that means you take God at his word. I can't see it, I can't feel it, but I do believe it. Every day I get on my knees and pray for family and pray for church. I stop praying, amen, as if I want God to hear me again say the same thing. I ain't doing that. I start praying towards the end product. Lord, thank you for working this problem out. Lord, thank you for healing my hurts. Lord, 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 thank you for changing my heart. Do I have a witness? I'm, I'm going to thank him in advance for what he's going to do. I, I choose to call things that be not as though it already was. I, that's the way David prayed. David prayed reminding God of his promises. Can I get away? And when you hold God to his promises, God loves it because he's a God of truth. Lord, you said that the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. And Lord, I need healing in the name of Jesus. I know you're sovereign, but if you just touch me, and if I can just touch the hem of your garment, I will be made whole. Abraham, Abraham, Abraham displayed a faithfulness to God and to God's Guidance. Thank you, Jesus. Well, secondly, Abraham demonstrated a, a fractured and fickleness in his goals. Now, let me wrap this up quickly. In our righteousness relationships, in our reasoning, we run into difficulty and delays, even defeats, like Abraham did. Now, there are three major mistakes in the life of Abraham. First, Abraham had a fear problem. See, see, listen, listen, listen. He's the, he's the father of faith, but in order to represent all believers in faith, he had to matriculate through a course called fear. 
false evidence appearing real. You, you and I got to learn to put away our fears. Everything, every time Jesus did a miracle, he said, fear not. Didn't he say that? A uh, 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 child, child, child of God, uh, Abraham had some real fears. And uh, there's a fear of failure. There's a fear of intimacy. There's a fear, yeah, of, there's a whole bunch of fears that surround us. We got fears. He, he had fear. In fact, let me, let me throw this in parenthetically for the ministers. Uh, when Paul was writing to Timothy, 1st, 2nd Timothy, a pastoral epistles, because Timothy was a pastor. He was the pastor of the church at Ephesus, Acts 19 and 20. Timothy had some real problems. Young pastor. One problem was he had a problem with fear. And Paul said, God did not give us the spirit of timidity, fear, but of, but, but, but of, but of power, love, and of a disciplined, sound mind. Now this boy was already pastoring. Timothy, you have the tendency to clam up and become fearful when everything's not going your way. You got to lose that. But Timothy also had a fleshly problem. Paul, Paul was talking about Timothy's problem when he said to Timothy, he said, flee fornication. Run from it. It'll, it'll wage war on your soul. Did he say that? So, so, so he had a fear problem. He had a flesh problem. Amen. And, 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 and so Paul is writing to Timothy. And let me say something about fears. We all have an element of fear. Fear is the antithesis of faith. Every time faith shows up, fear is going to show up. The what ifs. The what it could have should us. Do I have a witness? You got to leave that stuff in the, in, in the past. You cannot go through life, be emotionally sound, and worrying about what you should have done in the past. The past is gone. Let it go. Give us this day our daily bread. Do I have a witness? Forgetting those things that are behind. Keep on reaching to the mark of the high calling that's in Christ. Jesus. Satan wants you in the past. You know what the past does for you? It makes you compare the past with the present. It brings conflict right into your bosom. But not only did Abraham have a fear problem, I'm coming in. Abraham, like many of us, had a fixing problem. Lord, I'm going to commit this to you. Now, here's what the prayer really sounds like. Lord, I'm going to commit this to you, and if you don't fix it, I will. Lord, you're taking too long. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Do I have a witness? Uh, this, this fixing problem took place because his lovely wife got to chapter 16 of Genesis and said, Abraham, 
And, and I don't mean no harm against the wives. We love the wives. Three wives in scripture that made a suggestion to their husbands that brought them down. Oh, you're going oh, to get a few. Oh, praise the name of Jesus. Glad you're alive, brother. Eve induced Adam to partake. Now, 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 the more I study the scriptures, and, and y'all heard it before, I feel sorry for Adam. The more I study the scriptures, I understand why Adam, see, the, the Eve was deceived, but Adam sinned willfully. His eyes was wide open when he sinned because God had given him the word. God didn't give Eve the word. That's why Satan attacked Eve, because he knew he could mix her up and confuse her, because she didn't really have the word. Oh, Lord, it's getting tight. And here, here's how Adam thought. Adam said, well, my wife wants me to eat what God told me not to eat, of the tree that God told me not to partake. And I just came out of a chapter where I was with all animals. In fact, I named them goose, moose. Dinosaur, cow, donkey. He said, I, I don't wish to go back to that. So baby, as fine as you are, I'm a fall with you. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so child of God, child of God, child of God, Eve induced Adam, and here Sarah is inducing Abraham, and Job's wife told Job, why are you holding your integrity? Why don't you just curse God and die? Boy lost ten children, had an incurable disease on the side of the highway, scratching himself, pus coming out. And his wife said, why don't you just cut it? He said, woman, you foolish. The Lord giveth, and the Lord taketh away. We're going to worship now. Bless it. Be the name of the Lord. Can I get a witness? Uh, child of God, only a mature saint can worship while they're being whipped. Only a mature saint can thank him when all hell is coming against him. Uh, 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 child of God, uh, if you want to know where you are in Christ, just check out your mindset and actions when all hell starts breaking out. Hey, you can become a victim. Come on now. You, you can talk about venom, but when you are under attack, you can praise God for the victory. I, I know, I know, I know I'm coming out of this. I know, uh, I know, I know. I know. I know no weapon that's formed against me shall prosper. I know when I come forth, I'm going to be like pure gold. What was they trying to fix, preacher? Well, I'm glad you asked. Abraham was called to 75. He's 86 now. And God had promised offspring. And do I have a witness? Some things you got to do while you're young. Oh, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. There's even the age Viagra won't work. <laughs> Hang in there, guys. He's 86. 
God intentionally waited to get rid of his logic. Logic to faith is lethal. Do I have a witness? And, and what, God, what God was doing, God said, no, 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 it's not the time. And Sarai, who ended up having Isaac, whose name means laughter, because she lied to God and said, I wasn't laughing. He said, yes, you were laughing. And we'll name him Isaac. Didn't they make mistakes in the Bible? Come on now, didn't they make mistakes in the Bible? And child of God, child of God. So Hagar, I mean, uh, 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 Sarah said, I got a plan. Go into my handmaid. 19-year-old fine Egyptian girl. You know, it bothers me. I don't hear no rebuke from Abraham. <laughs> Honey, we can't do that. Did Abraham say that? Sister Gordon was working. I was working. We had three kids. They were small. I said, I'm going to get you some help around the house. So I was going to go out and give me a 19, 20-year-old maid. We say, no way. Sister Gordon said, no, 85 with no teeth. I said, they ain't coming up in here. I'm just depressed looking at that dog. I ain't fooling that dog. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Help me, Holy Ghost. Help me, Holy Ghost. Help me, Holy Ghost. Hmm. There's an allegory in Galatians 4 that slipped both of them. Because the old, the New Testament is in the Old Testament concealed, and the Old Testament is in the New Testament revealed. So as God gives us more illumination, we start seeing greater truth. So God said, listen, when Sarah, Sarai introduced Hagar to Abraham, she was bringing into his mist flesh. Hagar had a child called Ishmael, who's the father of all flesh. Women, be careful you don't bring your future enemy into your miss. Oh, that'll preach. That will preach. The allegory says that the, there was a son of promise, Isaac, a son of the flesh, uh, uh, Ishmael and the Muslims, the Christians, and the Jews all go back to their father Abraham. Every last one of them call him Abraham the father. The reason we got so much hell in the Middle East because Abraham sinned. The Palestinians and the Jews are half brothers. And they hate each other. 
Lord have mercy. You got to be careful when you rush into decisions. You might be introducing ruin into your mess. Because everything that glitters is not gold. You know what I'm talking about. Do I have a witness? And these two, these two, these two opposites, these two sons, uh, they, they, there was contention in the home. And finally, God told Sarai, throw out the mother and her son. And let me, let me stop and pause. This is in Genesis. Throw out both of them. Why? And the church has got to throw out the flesh because the flesh and the spirit cannot co-create and co-mitigate and co-connect in you. You're either of the flesh or the spirit. Do I have a witness? Yeah, you got Christians running around here with this foolishness. Coming out of the Bible, existentialism. We believe in, yeah. Go to Galatians 2 when you go home. Asceticism. Yeah. We believe that through exercise, if I run enough miles and exercise, I will <laughs> reduce this flesh from coming again. You out of your military mind. After you don't run 20 miles, Satan's standing right there saying, here's your towel, and here's some cold water. In the name of Jesus. I could never right now be satisfied with a woman of the world. No, not fully. I could not be satisfied with a woman from the world. Who said fully in here? <laughs> I could not be satisfied with a woman from the wild. Because, first of all, she doesn't know God. She's strange. Se second of all, she's darkness. I'm light. Lord, Third of all, I love the word. She don't know the word. Fourth of all, her decision making is going to be predicated on feelings. Mine is going to be predicated on faith. Do I have a witness? Y'all ain't getting this. Can I get a witness? And I'll never be able to trust her behind my back because the works of the flesh, I'm preaching up in this place, the works of the flesh will appear. I can see me now going on a, going on a trip to the convention or to the Congress call. Baby, how you doing? I'm fine. Go on, read Proverbs 7. I dealt with it Wednesday. Woman had her own corner. Yeah. Seductive woman. It's in Proverbs 7. And with her words, she brought, her man, she brought this man to a, reduced him to a piece of bread. To a crumb. She said, come with me, darling. I, I have silk sheets. On my waterbed, yeah. I have perfume you never smoked before. Yeah. I'm in my seductive dress. Here's the worst part. And the good man is not at home. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's tight, but it's right. 
whatever that means. You know why I can preach that so good? Because I was on that corner. They said that that man was so foolish. Listen, this is how Solomon, Solomon of all people, this is how Solomon describes him. He was like an ox going to the slaughter. When you and I decide to go after the world, we're like an ox going to the slaughter. Do I have a witness? But, 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 but finally, Abraham was determined to fulfill God's glory, the finish. See, listen, I'm racing to the finish line. And I, I'm not going to let anybody or anything get in my way. I'm going all the way for Jesus. Can I get a witness? If mama don't go, I'm going. Papa don't go, I'm going. If all y'all get up and walk out, I'll, 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 I'll start another church. Can I get a witness? Because I won't be lazy. I get out there witnessing. Come on to St. Matthew's. We're preaching the word. Can I get a witness? Let me tell you something. I'm not letting anybody get in the way of me finishing what I started. Because I know if I finish strong, God's got a reward for me. I know that if I finish strong, my kids going to be blessed. I know if I finish strong, can I get a witness? Oh, y'all ain't listening to this this morning. Why do you want to finish strong? So I can lay something back at his feet. I got to lay something back at my Savior's feet. Because the judgment seat of Christ, the whole church going to be lined up. Uh, and nobody's answering for their sins because all of our sins were answered at the cross. But you will answer for your works. What have you done since you've been saved? Well, you sit out there and you gossip about the pastor. And you watch souls get saved every week. You tipped and you didn't tithe. You didn't serve in ministry. You just sit in the back and criticize. I want to get a reward. I want to, yeah, I want to get, I want to get, I, I want to get a victor's crown. I want to get a Stephanos on my head. That when Jesus says, Raymond Gordon, front and center, I want to go forth in front of the whole church. And he's going to say, uh, thou has been faithful over few things. I'll make you rule over many. And he's going to give me my rewards and my crowns. Then I'll step back in to the crowd. And when the whole church is finished. Jesus is going to step back and we will realize that it was nobody but him. We will realize that he was the reason we finished strong. We will realize it was him that gave us the power to overcome. And we're going to take the crowns off our head and lay them. I said lay them back at his feet. Can I get a witness? And we're going to say right on. King Jesus. Right on. Right on. Right on. The boy had conflict. The boy canceled out promises. The boy had confusion. But now he's come to Calvary. And everybody's got a Calvary to go to. Can I get a witness? And every time Abraham moved, I'm talking to my Bible students, God introduced a different part of him. I'm Elohim, the plurality of the Godhead. 
I am creator and sustainer. Can I get a witness? I am El Elyon, the most high God. And I rule heaven and earth. I'm Yahweh El Shaddai. I'm the big breasted one. When you're getting ready to faint, lean on my breast. I got power as a prescription. I am Jehovah Sinkanu. I am the righteousness of God. I'm El Shaddai. I'm 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 M. I'm Jehovah M. Kadesh. God started bringing Abraham uh -huh, into uh, proximity with who he is. Can I get a witness? But God said, boy, there's one part of me you don't know about. I am Jehovah Jireh. Meaning I will provide now let me stop Paul's and Park. I know we got Bible students. God not talking about he gonna provide peanut butter and jelly. He's not talking about providing you paying your electric bill. Oh, all that's part of his faithfulness, but no, no, no. He's talking about I will provide myself to what you need. I'll stand in the gap for you. I'll defend you and protect you. I lift you up when you're down. I pull you out of a dilemma. I'll give you power when you're powerless. See, we got to meet the God of Calvary. Can I get a witness? And 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 so Genesis 22 uh, gives us a picture of commitment. Turn back to Genesis 22. We coming in for a landing. Come on now. We talking about Abraham. Genesis 22, first book in the Bible. Come on now. First Genesis 22. I don't hear no Bibles moving. Genesis 22. Genesis 22. And it came to pass after these things that God did test Abraham. And while he's testing, Satan's tempting. And he said, behold, I'm here. Take now thy son, thy only son Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah. Now, i got to come in. This is a picture, Sister Garrison. The word Moriah is the exact same place that Calvary took place. God said, I'm so exact. I want you on the same mountain that Jesus is going to be on. He, 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 he told him, I want you, yeah at Moriah and offer him up as a burnt offering uh, unto one of the mountains which I will tell of thee. Do I have a witness? And then the Bible says that Abraham rose up early in the morning. I, don't miss that. You know, the only time we rise up early to please God is when we've been persuaded. He got up early in the morning and saddled his ass and took two of his young men with him and Isaac his son and claved the wood and burnt offering rose up and he went into the place which God had told him then on the third day Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place afar off and Abraham said unto the young men uh, don't miss this abide ye here with the ass and I and the lad 
will go yonder and worship. And both of us are coming back here again. Y'all ain't getting this. Y'all ain't getting this. Abraham was so persuaded, he said within himself, I don't know how God's going to do this, but I've walked with God for so many years. I've trusted the master for so many years. I made mistakes at his expense for so many years. If God said it, that ends it, and I believe it. And if God is the God that I know, then whatever happens to Isaac, God is going to perform a resurrection. Can I get, I and the lad will come back. Uh, can I get a witness? And, and the story goes on because Isaac is a young man. Isaac is not a little boy. Isaac said, Father, the wood is here, the fire is here. A -a -a Amen. But where is the lamb? And, I, and, and Abraham said, Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will, listen to this, provide himself as a sacrifice. Can I, in other words, when God says, I will provide myself, there's always a ram caught in the thicket. I believe that the moment Abraham got up there, God allowed a ram that nobody saw to get his horns caught. Turn to your neighbor and say, something's caught to bring me out. That thing got caught in the thicket. Can I get a witness? And and the, and the Bible and the Bible and the Bible and the Bible says, "Hey, amen." That uh, uh, that that was a substitutionary offering. It was a sufficient offering. It was a stand-in. It was a pattern of Calvary. Can I get a witness? And child of God, you 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 know what happened at Calvary. You you know what happened at Calvary's cross. You know that Jesus appeared to be weak. Can I get a witness? You know that Jesus didn't mumble a single word. They smacked him and they spit on him. Um, they, they hung him up and stretched him out. Um, they nailed him to a cross and blood and water came down out of his side. Uh, you know the story. They mocked him and said he delivered others, but he cannot deliver himself. Can I get a witness? And then all of a sudden, at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, after being on the cross six hours from 9 o'clock in the morning, he dropped his head in the locks of his shoulders and the Bible said he died. Can I get a witness? Didn't he die? He died till the sun stopped shining. He, he died till the earth stopped reeling and rocking. He died to a Roman centurion and said, surely this was the son of God. Can I get a witness? And Abraham was so great that God named the grave after Abraham. He called it Abraham's bosom. That anybody saved had to go down with Abraham. Luke chapter 16. And the Pharisees came to Jesus while he was on earth. And they said, are you better, John 8, than our father Abraham? He said, let me give you some clarity. Uh, uh, Abraham, before Abraham was, I am. Abraham was glad to see my day. Can I get a witness? He died and he rose again with all power in his hands. Can I get a witness? He kicked the grave open. He walked out and he's king of kings and he's lord of lords. But Abraham was faithful to God. Abraham was fractured, but Abraham survived his fractures. Abraham fulfilled his glory. 
Can I get a witness? And every time I think of Abraham, if God can use him, then God can use us. If God can bring him out, then God can bring us out. If God can prepare a table, then God can prepare a table. If God, if God, if God, if God can do far, exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think, then he is able. Can I get a witness? That's why Paul said, for I am persuaded. Well, Paul, what persuades you? I'm persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor any other thing shall be able to separate me from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus. Can you say yeah? Say yeah. Say yeah. Anywhere there. Anywhere Listen. Listen to pastor. Let me show you how deep God is. Yesterday, I fell into depression. When my lovely wife came home, I was just sitting afterwards, and my cell phone rang. And it was a young lady who before wasn't saved, part of the family, she said. I just want you to know that your messages, I walk in the morning, I listen to them, have revolutionized my life. And I stopped, and the Lord said, your pain has profited somebody else. Are y'all getting this? Wait a minute. I woke up at 1.15 this morning. I couldn't go back to sleep. I was in prayer. I was studying. I was praying. And in the corner of my kitchen, I have... My dad's cane, my dad had asthma, my dad's breather, my dad's cap, baseball cap, his glasses, his cell phone. I got all the belongings that belonged to my dad. And I looked at him and I teared up. And the Lord said, your dad needs none of that. Because he's in glory. Rejoicing. Y'all ain't getting this. Rejoicing in the God of his salvation. He can breathe because I'm the breath of life. He doesn't need a cane because I walk with him on a daily basis. He doesn't need a cap because he got a crown on his head. Can I get a witness? And when God finished with me, I was ready to run, run a while. Can I get a witness? Child of God, you'll see your loved ones again. But you better concentrate on what you're doing down here. Can I get a witness? Because to be absent from this body is to be present with the Lord. You need to shout that they're in glory. You need to shout that they're okay. You need to shout that they're healed. You need to shout that they, that they wouldn't trade places with you. You need to shout that they have seen Jesus. Say yeah. Say yeah. Say yeah. Faithful. 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 
to God. Let's stand on our feet. As every head is bowed, every eye is closed. If you're here this morning and you need to be saved, believe in Jesus, died for your sins, was buried and rose again. He's the Son of God and God the Son. Just raise your hand if you want to give your life to Christ. Just raise your hand. Don't go to hell. Raise your hand. He wants to save you. And when he saves you, he's going to do a work in you. If your hand is raised, come on up here. Perhaps you want to join the church in your Christian experience. Raise your hand. You don't have a church home. Raise your hand. Come on up here. Come on up. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. How are you? Praise God. Is there another? That's it. Come on up. Praise Jesus. Oh, Lord. Hello. Hello. Is there another? Is there another? I want you to step out. Step out. Come on up. Come on up. Praise Jesus. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Is there another? Come on. Come on out. Today is the day of salvation. Come on out. Come on. Come on, darling. Glad to have you. Praise Jesus. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Praise Jesus. Is there another? Come on out. Come on. Come on. Balcony, come on down. The Lord is good. The Lord is good. The Lord is good. We got to be faithful to Jesus Christ. The Lord's got your back. The Lord's got your future. The Lord's got your fractures. The Lord, the Lord, the Lord is my strength. The Lord is my strength. The Lord is my strength. Is there another? Is there another? We'll wait on you. Step out. In the name of Jesus. If it had not been for the Lord, who was on my side, where would I be? Step out. Step out. Is there another? Please, Lord. Praise Jesus. Thank you, my brother. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Got all these millennials. Thank you so much. Praise the Lord. Will you follow? Thank you so much. Thank you, man. Father, in the name of Jesus, sensitize us to the moving of your Holy Spirit on the Lord's Supper. The night in which you were betrayed, you took bread, broken, and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which has been broken for you. This do in remembrance of me till I come back. And then you took the cup, which is symbolic of your blood, and you said, Drink all of it. We thank you for the institution of the communion on the third passing of the wine. And you called it the Eucharist. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, now prepare our hearts to do this in a worthily manner. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Please reach down and grab the flask. If you're not.